The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, August 4th edition. Coming at you a little earlier if you are live streaming this with me on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. I uh, got a couple podcasts and I got a free half hour, so we're going to bang this one out as the Yankees went off. So the chalk hit, Rockies chalk's hitting, means bad things coming from the, the Quick Hits crowd. Unless you, you followed some other site or something, that's fine. But if you're following the Quick Hits model, you are not playing those guys. We move on to Wednesday where we have 11 games on tap for you. It's going to be a really, really fun one. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick if you'd like to jump in the free Fantasy DGen Slack chat. I've had people questioning where's this at, what's that? It's the free Fantasy DGen's Slack chat. You send me your email and I'll get you in. I say it about three times an episode. So make that happen. If you give a rate and review on iTunes for the MLB DFS Quickets, I'd really appreciate it. Also, if you like season-long fantasy baseball, Bench with Bubba Tuesday night, I'll be recording Bubba and the Bat Flip, episode 91, Bench with Bubba, episode 390, recapping the week and fab and all that fun stuff for you there. My written content on Wednesday at rotoballer.com is the values article, premium values article, so you have to become a member at Rotoballer. Use promo code Bubba for 10% off the package of your choice. Also, if you like playing prop decks, you like DFS, go check out Prize Picks. It's a great, great website. They just added CFL. They have the Olympics. Uh, football's cranking up. They're going to have college football. They have futures. They have weekly. They're going to have preseason NFL all the good stuff. So you're going to want to create an account there because we're having a lot of fun in the Slack chat, getting some picks in there. We're going to get you covered for the NFL. No doubt about that. So go to Prize Picks, download the app, create an account, use promo code Bubba when you create your account, and that'll unlock a free first-time deposit bonus up to $100. So use promo code Bubba, deposit up to $100. They'll match it up to 100 bucks with that promo code. All right, 11-game slate on tap for you tonight. Let's break it down. Totals, Orioles, Yankees, 9.5. Phillies, Nats, 9. Indians, Jays, 10. Red Sox, Tigers, nine. Mets, Marlins, seven and a half. Angels, Rangers, eight. Royals, White Sox, eight and a half. Braves, Cardinals, nine. Cubs, Rockies, 11. Astros, Dodgers, eight and a half. Giants, Diamondbacks, eight and a half. So we'll have a little bit of pitching, as you'd expect on an 11-game slate. And then we definitely have some more bats, which we're going to have every stinking night because pitching is getting worse and worse and worse. So let's get on this pitching here. You have a couple guys over 10K. You got Giolito at 10-6 at home against Kansas City. Always an option. Gio's been very, very hit or miss this season. So I'm a diehard Gio fan. Probably not going to go to him in this matchup. It's a great spot. He's given up 
one earned run in each of his last three starts, six innings or more in three straight starts, but seven Ks, three Ks, and eight Ks. So it's been like all or nothing with, with Gio. Um, it's against Kansas City. Last time out was outstanding, those seven strikeouts, but he only threw 80 pitches in six innings. He was super, super efficient. If you want to go back to Gio at 10 6, you can. I think there's guys with similar upside as Gio for a cheaper price tag, which I'll be going to on this slate. Now, if you do want to be contrarian, I will say Jamison Tyon at 10 2 is interesting. This is a guy we targeted all season and it paid off dividends for us. But the last month or so, Tyon's been outstanding. In the month of July, seven innings, one earned, six innings, two earned, five and a third, no earned, seven innings, one earned, five and a two thirds, no earned. He had uh, five, four, three, four, nine K. So K's are still kind of an issue with Tyon, but he's going five plus innings. He was limiting the damage. He had 18 or more points in four or five games. It's a great matchup versus Baltimore. He made some pitch mix changes. He's one of the best pitchers in July, period, which was pretty wild to see. It's totally a tournament-only play at 10-2. He's priced up big time. Again, similar to Geo. there's better plays for cheaper if you want. But in a tournament, Jamison Tyon will not go owned at all at 10-2 in this slate. So if you want to be super contrarian, you can go to Jamison Tyon. If you don't want to pay it for Jamison Tyon, I don't blame you at all. All right, some other guys look at Shohei Otani's 9500 bucks at the Texas Rangers. You know, it's a Rangers team we can definitely pick on, especially with a guy like Shohei. Rangers striking out 24% of the time, hitting 187 with a 162 ISO and a 72 WRC plus in the last month for his right-handed pitching. No Joey Gallo there, which kind of hurts strikeouts, but also hurts the power department. Um, so there's lots to like when it comes to Shohei Otani. He should be making a start. Had to get a start pushed back a few days because of a bruised thumb. Should be good to go at 95 if you want to go there. But the chalk pitcher of the night, and it is really hard to ignore this chalk. Like, I don't know what DraftKings was doing. Were they drunk? Is there a rumor that Max Scherzer is only throwing 60 pitches that I don't know about? But somehow Max Scherzer is making his Dodgers debut in L.A. against the the rival Houston Astros, and Max Scherzer's $9,100. I am I'm baffled. I'm baffled. He's basically got 20-point floor when he comes into action. I know the Astros don't strike out a ton. Like over the last month, you have a Houston Astros team that are striking out 23% of the time versus righties, which is up compared to usual. 240 average, 197 ISO, 109 WRC plus. So we, we know they're a good offense. There's no sugarcoat in that. Um, it's early in their game versus Bueller. Bueller's look good to start. We'll see how it keeps going. But Scherzer at 91, like Bueller was what 10-9. Like Kevin Goss or Kevin Gossman, six hundred dollars more. Um, Jamison Tyon is eleven hundred dollars more than Max Scherzer. Let that sink in for a second. Uh, I'm not saying like, could Scherzer get shelled. Sure, any of these pitchers can get shelled. We see it every night now. Where all these great pitchers just like what the hell happened out there? That happens. But Max Scherzer at $9,100 on DraftKings against the Astros. Yeah, pretty much that's going to be chalk, and that's chalk that's going to be extremely hard to avoid. Extremely hard to avoid. Um, a couple other guys look at Carlos Carrasco's 85 at the Miami Marlins. Carrasco made his return to the Bigs. Last time out, threw 58 pitches and four innings, one earned, four Ks, looked great, 12.6 points. He should be up to about 70 to 75 pitches. So the pitch count's not high. He's going to be super efficient like he was there, but if you need five, maybe six, get you five, six Ks, not the end of the world. Still, it's tough at 85. Like if he was 75 or something, that'd be really sweet. But I want to mention Cookie as an interesting one at 85. But then it gets kind of dry. John Gray at 72, I think it's a great option. Uh, mentioned Freeland on Tuesday's show for 6,200. He was great. You got John Gray now at 7200 bucks. Been pitching great at home this season. We look at his home road splits, 3-1-4 ERA at home compared to 4-2-1 on the road. 53 Ks to in 57 innings pitched at home, averaging 16 DK points per start. 7200 bucks for Chicago Cubs, who we know over the last month, they're striking out 24% of the time versus righties with a 94 WRC+. I can't wait for a few more weeks when we get a big sample with no Rizzo, with no Baez, with no Bryant. That'll be really fun to see. But uh, Johnny Gray at 72, outstanding look. 
on this slate. Other than that, though, it's it's bleak, folks. Like you're going to see arguments for Zach Thompson at 7K. I see the appeal because he does bring some nice strikeout stuff to the game. Uh, he's got about a 15 point floor when he's on. When he's off, it's nasty. But when when he when he's on, the strikeouts are definitely there. It's a Mets team you can take advantage of from time to time. A Mets team striking out almost 21 percent of the time versus righties. I'd still rather have John Gray for 7,200, but he's in play. And then the other guy I would take a look at at um, 5,600 is Carlos Hernandez going up against the Chicago White Sox. Uh, the Royals have been stretching Carlos out. He won 84 pitches in his last outing, six shutout innings with four Ks against the White Sox. Uh, and then he went 78 pitches two starts ago. He basically has 14 or more points in three of his last four starts because he has big-time strikeout upside, four, six, and six Ks in those outings. They wanted, those 84 pitches is huge. We can get 95 to 100 pitches. Uh, that could lead to easily five plus K's against the White Sox team, which we know the offense is there, but even against Chris Bubick, they disappointed. They're striking out almost 23% of the time versus righties. So it's a definite punt type play. But Hernandez at 56 is quite intriguing. You're going to hear Matt Harvey talk at 53. I'm not playing Matt Harvey in the Bronx against the Yankees. If you want to, you can. Harvey's been really good of late. I'm not going to deny that, but I will pass on that situation. So it's a weird night. Like you can go Geo, he's great, but I'm just going to save cash. Like Otani at 95. You got Scherzer at 91, which is outstanding. Tyon at 10-2 is a great GPP play because no one's going to own him, and he's been great. But still, it's like Otani and then Scherzer at 91. Like That's where you're going. Scherzer at 91 is hard to pass. You can pivot to Otani for sure. And then John Gray at 72 and Hernandez at 56. Like There's a lot of bad pitching on this slate. Will some guys come out great? Yes. Will we see some lineups that make might change our minds? Definitely, because we've seen some nasty, nasty lineups come out in the last couple of days that makes you go, oh, man, this is interesting. Like Even... Steven Matz, he's going up against Cleveland. Cleveland, Hungjin Ryu to shut them down. He had eight Ks in seven or eight innings. Um, that's a big, big look. His Cleveland team is just depleted. They strike out um, over 20% of the time versus lefties, 28% of the time versus righties. Like I said, they struck out eight times versus Ryu. Steven Matz is not Hungjin Ryu, but it's one of those they put a bad lineup out. Maybe Steven Matz checks the box at low ownership. That's something to keep in mind. Uh, so we're going to have to kind of see how things go as the day goes on on Monday. They'll probably be pitching changes because that's the way things go right now. But right now, like, you can go Geo if you want. You can go Tyon if you want. Otani's a great play. It's pretty much Scherzer and John Gray. Those are my top two. Mix in some Hernandez. See where the day takes you. But um, it's going to be a tough – I'm going to have to find a way to look at lineups and get some other options out there because Scherzer at 91 and John Gray at 72 are very mispriced on this slate. Very, very mispriced. All right, let's check out some bats on this 11-game slate for you. Catcher's position. JTR went deep again on uh, Tuesday. Not as in love with him against Espino, who's been living the hard contact. But he gives up a lot of hawk, a lot of contact too, so Philly should be in play. But Real Muto at fifty four, he's in play. If you want to, I'll probably pass and go to some other options uh, on this slate. If you are fading Giolito and you want to really fade him, you want right handed power versus him. So that's where guys like Salvi Perez come into play on this slate. I don't think I'm gonna make that big of a stance, but you can go there for sure. I'll just be saving cash. Uh, Max Stassi at thirty nine versus Allard would be where I'd kind of be starting out my look. Uh, Alejandro Kirk, if he's in the lineup, he's thirty five hundred versus Mejia. That's a good look for Toronto. Toronto's very much in play yet again. Mentioned Elias Diaz is a phenomenal play at 3,500 on Tuesday. He hit a grand slam in his first at-bat. He's now 3,300 on Wednesday versus Alec Mills. Great play yet again. So if you want to go to Elias Diaz at 33, you don't have to break the bank. You get a really good play. Jed's a millionaire. So you're good there. Uh, if you want to save some more money, though, you can go below 3K. Carson Kelly versus Gossman's 27. Gossman's look lost lately. I'm hoping he turns it around. I really do. He looks lost right now. Like, he's, he's a mess. I know he had some... Personal things going on with his wife and they're, they're the birth of their child, and he has not been the same since then. So it's tough. Like, I'm hoping he figures it out. He's just in a rough, rough spot. So D-backs could be sneaky. Uh, Kelly at 27, someone to keep in mind at the catcher's position. Uh, and then Jonah Hyam at 25 versus uh, Otani. 
I don't think I have the cojones to pull that one off. But if you are fading Hernandez, uh, Sebi Zavala at 23 would be a nice value um, in his matchup. And Austin Hedges at 23 as well. I think I'm pretty much focused on guys like uh, Kelly at 27 and give me Elias Diaz at 33. That's where I'm kind of circled right now at catcher's position. First base for you on this slate. Uh, Vladito is always in play, as, as we mentioned time and time again. But like Paul Goldschmidt versus Drew Smiley at 53, quite intriguing if you want to fade Drew Smiley. Smiley was one that kind of checked the boxes of the potential uh, candidate to use as a value play. But um, St. Louis has been swinging at well versus lefties of late, but it's been dying off striking almost 24% of the time. So Smiley might be one of those when we see a St. Louis lineup that goes, hmm, I can save some cash and go Drew Smiley. That could be an option for us on this slate. But if not, Goldie at 53 is in play for you as well. Atlanta's right back in play. Freeman took Lester deep on Tuesday. He gets J.A. Happ on Wednesday at 5,100. So just whatever you did on Tuesday with the Braves, do it again on Wednesday against J.A. Happ. That's going to be tomato, tomato, same thing. So Freeman at 51's in play. You got Rizzo at 49 versus Harvey. I'd rather just go to Freeman at 51 in that matchup. But I do like Josh Bell at 46. He went deep on Tuesday. He gets Chase Anderson in this matchup. So it's a good spot there for Bell at 46 if you want to save a few dollars. Uh, cheaper looks, though. You can go down to guys like um, Brad Miller is interesting at 38 if you're stacking Philadelphia. I'm not forcing Brad Miller, but if you're stacking Philly, that's quite intriguing in his matchup. Uh, but Ryan Mountcastle's 32 for savings if you want that. Yet again, it's night after night with him at that position. Miguel Cabrera swinging it well. He's 2,800 against Erod. If you think Erod's broken, he's had a couple of rough starts in a row. Uh, Cabrera at 28 is a guy you can definitely look to. Connor Joe at 25 did not get the start on Tuesday. Super cheap in Coors if he gets a look, though, in his matchup. Second base position for you here. You got uh, Simeon at 53. Uh, it is definitely worth a look. Ozzy Albies against the lefty at 49. I like that a lot. Too bad his price keeps going up, but still a good play at 49 for Ozzy Albies in that matchup. Gene Segura went deep for us on Tuesday. He's 46 versus Spino, so you can go back to Philly in their matchup. David Fletcher, I know he got a hit and a stolen base early on. He is 4200 bucks. a good piece if you're tag, uh, targeting Kobe Allard. That's a good spot for you with David Fletcher. Uh, cheaper plays, though, below 4K, I should say. Cesar Hernandez at 37. If you are going White Sox versus Hernandez, that's a nice look. Uh, Ryan McMahon's only 36. A nice piece of Coors for nice and cheap against um, Alec Mills. Uh, even cheaper, though, below 3K now. You got guys like Donovan Solano at 28 if you just want to punt the position. Uh, David Boat in Coors, second base, third base at 26. I like John Gray, but uh, Boat, at, he was hitting third on Tuesday night. So getting the third place hitter in Coors, not too shabby. Third base position for you. J Rams always in play switch hitter. It's all good. Um, so don't mind that at all. Nolan Arenado at 56 for Smiley is a nice play as well. But going below 5K, you got guys like Austin Riley's worth another lefty at 44. Love it. Plug him in. Uh, he's been crushing everything. So that's a really good play for you. Um, cheaper plays mentioned Wilmer Flores at 38. Ryan McMahon at 36. Heimer Condelario switch hitting at 34 is very nice as well. Um, below 3K we go. And you got the likes of Boat again at 26. Who checks the box? Um, Matt Duffy in Coors at 25. If Brandon Drury gets to start, he's 24. He's been swinging it well for the for the New York Mets. So those are a couple of guys you could look at as well. Shortstop position for you on this late. Bichette at 6K. Love it. Love uh, Toronto yet again in this matchup. Tim Hernandez even went deep for us against the lefty on uh, Tuesday. You can look at him if you want to fade Hernandez. But um, I'd probably go to Bichette for $100 more in that matchup. But going cheaper, you got Brandon Crawford at the day off on Tuesday with the bum grinder start. He should be back in the lineup against Gallon at $4,800. Uh, Glaber Torres at 44 versus Harvey is intriguing if you are fading Harvey. But um, 
I'm not a big stack in the uh, the uh, Yankees guys. It's very tilting, very very tilting as they went off on Tuesday, but it's been a long time since they've gone off. Uh, but uh, shortstops top heavy like usual. We do have some cheap ones down here below 3K, but most of it's very top heavy. Like if Zach Short gets to start for Detroit, he's 2,800 bucks. That's a massive uh, value play if you're looking there. Otherwise, like we can't even go with uh, our buddy from Pittsburgh because he's in the early slate. So not a lot of value. You're paying up at shortstop for the most part, unless you like want Trevor Story at 52. It's still paying up. Crawford, I said at 48. Paul DeYoung at 45. These aren't guys I'm in love with, though. So you're probably paying up at shortstop for one of these guys. Outfield, love Harper. He went deep on Tuesday. Great matchup. I said Espino's been getting the job done. Tons of pitch to contact, though. So he's like playing with fire in those matchups. So uh, Bryce Harper at 62 really checks the box. So is Juan Soto at 61. I like that quite a bit. Um, some cheaper options. Springer went deep again, guys. Like I just keep saying, the dude is absolutely on fire right now. He's 5600 bucks. His price goes up, and he just keeps producing. Like He won't produce every day, but it seems like four or five days a week, the dude is double-digit machine right now. So you just plug that in the cash, you plug it in, and you love it in tournaments as well. So Springer at 56 is another great play against um, CJ Mejia, who we're just going to target over and over again. Uh, T. Oscar went deep also. You guys should know the drill by now. If, if I'm stacking the Jays, I start with T. Oscar, Springer, and Bichette. Those are my three. And we go from there, and he had two more home runs tonight. Like, it's just it's a great stack with those guys, and, they, and the, the way they're spaced out in the lineup, they can drive each other in and stuff. It's a really good team to back up, of course. So T. Oscar at 52, I like quite a bit. Uh, Aaron Judge went deep on Tuesday. He's 49, tough one to, uh, to really get a grip, grip on, though. If you don't use Steven Matz, if you don't get crazy like I was talking about earlier, Fran Mill Ray is at 46. is quite intriguing. Like, I have a hunch Fran Mill has quite the evening. If you believe Jamison Tyon reverts back to his old ways, you want to target him with lefty. So Cedric Mullins at 45 is an outstanding value, especially in cash games, if you believe Tyon reverts back. But again, he's been great all the month of July. He was one of the best pitchers in all of July. Maybe things have changed. We'll see. Like, people have pointed out changes with him. I still don't believe it, but people pointed it out. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski's only 43 versus Gallon. Gallon's pitched well since his return, but... Yaz, it's kind of a discount the way he's swinging the bat, so that's a good good price point for Yaz at forty three hundred. Um, going cheaper though, Adam Duvall against the lefty at forty one, not too shabby uh, in that matchup. Cattell Marte at only four K versus Gossman. If you're fading Gossman, which I kind of want to, like part of me wants to hope he gets it back and play him, and then there's part of me it's just like he looks broken. Like when he's out there, he has no command, no command at all, and it's 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 been really rough to watch. Uh, Brandon Nimmo is only 3700 bucks. That's a great price point for Nimmo, especially in cash games. Really good cash game play at that price point and a part of a stack. Rymel Tapia returned to the Rockies lineup and let off on Tuesday. He's 37 versus Alec Mills. That checks everything out for you. Um, Tyler O'Neill's 35 versus Smiley. If you're fading Smiley, that's not a bad value. Ian Happ went deep in Coors on Tuesday. He's 35 on Wednesday, so he's a guy you can uh, circle as well. Odubel Herrera hitting in the middle of that Phillies lineup. It's only 34 versus Spina. If you are stacking Philly and looking for a, a discount, you can look at Odubel at that price point. Uh, some cheaper options as we go farther down. Jorge Soler at 33. He was 31 on Tuesday. He went deep in his first at-bat. Love him again versus J.A. Happ. So go ahead and uh, jump all over that one yet again with Jorge Soler at $3,300. Going down to the bottom, 3K range for a few more guys. Um, you can look at Alex Dickerson. He had a grand slam on Monday. Had the day off on Tuesday. He's 31. Just know he could get uh, benched at any moment's notice. Andrew Vaughn went deep versus a lefty on Tuesday gets the righty again. He's 3K, though. He's been swinging it very well. So he's still not a bad 3K play because, you know, it's the 3K plays that, you know, bat eighth and might get you a single and a run. Then there's the 3K plays that bat in the middle of the order and can hit double dongs. Like, that's where Andrew Vaughn is. He got that double dong upside that makes you feel pretty good about life. Going below 3K now, uh, Harrison Bader's actually a really nice value at 27 versus Drew Smiley. If you aren't using Smiley, 
good value there for Harrison Bader, who's having a very, very good couple of weeks right now. As the strikeout rate is dropping, the production is coming up. Shocker. Rafael Ortega leading off for the Cubs at 2500 bucks in Coors. Not too shabby. Um, Yadiel Hernandez and Andrew Stevenson for the, the Nats are both 2400 bucks. Stevenson usually leads off or Hernandez hits fourth or fifth. Both great values for Chase, first Chase Anderson, Stevenson, and Hernandez. Great values against Chase Anderson. So you got that going for you. I've been telling you guys about Sam Hilliard for over a week now. He uh, went deep again on Tuesday night. He's twenty four hundred bucks for Alec Mills. It sucks they bat him like eighth, so it really ruins like your stacks and all that stuff. But it's still a great play in Coors Field at twenty four hundred bucks. Extreme value. It really sucks that the value is always in the outfield because then it's like, well, now I can't play Soto and Harper because I got all this value here. But hey. It checks the box. These guys are playing really, really well, and they're, they're priced way too cheap. Austin Hayes at 23. If you're stacking uh, Baltimore, he's always in play at the, at the price point they've been giving him. And then other than that, check your lineups as there will be more. That can, Like we mentioned, Brad Miller earlier. Uh, Lewis Brenson's down here at 2K if you think uh, you want to fade Carrasco. Brenson's been a very, very GPP. Like when he goes off, he goes off lately. So keep an eye on all those situations. You might have a few more that stand out for you. Recapping your pitching, it's it's laughable. Like Geo's an okay play at 10-6. Tyon's a good tournament play at 10-2. You got Otani at 95, which is a really strong play. But then you got Max Scherzer at 91. It's like 80% owned. Like, what's he going to be? Like, it's it's insane. I know it's the Astros, but it's Max freaking Scherzer, and it's 9,100 bucks. It, it's wild. I'm, I'm waiting for him to get, like, minus seven points now because it's just ridiculous, this price point. So Scherzer at 91 is really, really good. I think Carrasco's interesting at 85. If we can get word of like 75 to 80 pitches, he went 58 his last time out, so keep an eye on that. I think they'll slow play him. Then guys like Steven Matz if the lineups look good. Zach Gallon if the lineups look good could be interesting. Uh, mid-tier plays. John Gray I like a lot at 72. Like ideally I want John Gray and, and Scherzer matched together. That's like the ideal situation. Probably extremely chalky as well, but that's kind of where I'm looking at things. Uh, Zach Thompson is in play. If the Mets send out a dud lineup, same with Drew Smiley. So those are two guys to keep in mind. And then Hernandez for Kansas City at 56. A lot of it's lineup dependent because it's very, very murky. Like if I had to say it right now, it's Scherzer. It's it's Gray. You could use some Otani. And then it's uh, probably Hernandez. Those are like the only ones I feel comfortable about right now. And, but there will be more that pop up. That's for sure. Uh, looking at stacks on this slate, though, uh, Philadelphia versus um, – versus, uh, who the heck? I, I just blanked watching the Giants hit an extra base hit there. Um Philadelphia playing a Spino, very big pitch to contact guy. So that's why guys like Harper are very much in play. Rio always in play, but Odubel Herrera is a nice cheapy Segura. You got some options there for sure. And then I like the flip side with Washington versus Anderson, especially for a value stack because Hernandez and Stevenson are both 2400 bucks. That makes Soto very, very affordable and playable, and you can mix and match from there. So I think that's very, very intriguing. Uh, I love Toronto, usual suspects. Springer, Hernandez, Bichette, build around that if you choose. Like catcher can be cheap with Kirk or McGuire, stuff like that. Um Going deeper on the slate, the Angels are interesting versus Kobe Allard. If you want to go there, Joe Adele, I forgot to mention him. He is going to be really cheap, and he had a nice debut. Is he not even in, He's not even in the player pool yet? Oh, there he is. He's 2K. He's 2K. 2K, dirt cheap. So play some Joe Adele. Yeah, that's another good one for you on the slate. So And he had a decent uh, Tuesday night. Uh, so look at him. I like Atlanta versus Jay Happ once again. Riley, Albies, Swanson, Soler. Duval, Freeman, they're all in play, like I said before. I'll start with um, Albies, Soler, and Riley. Build around that. Uh, I like Colorado versus Alec Mills. We talked about the, the value of Hilliard, Tapia, and many, many more. And it's just going to be a fun night. There's going to be tons of offense yet again because pitching is getting worse and worse. 
and it's going to be one to watch lineups and you're going to want to join me in the fantasy DJ and slack chat which is free so hit me up on twitter at pediatric with your questions there if you give a rate and review to the podcast mlb dfs quick hits i would truly appreciate it also go check out bench with boa for your season-long fantasy baseball needs um covering it the for you tuesdays and thursday nights give a rate review there i truly appreciate it also and then go check out price picks everybody use promo code bubble when you create an account it's a great site prop bets you got to play two or more and you can do flex plays you can do all-in plays all kinds of cool stuff they have all the sports even the olympics they're adding college football stuff coming up we have um, season-long nfl prop bets coming out we're gonna have win totals all kinds of great stuff so create your account use promo code bubba and you'll get a first-time deposit bonus up to a hundred dollar matched so check that out price picks promo code bubba But for now, everybody, good luck on your Wednesday. I'll be back to you guys on Thursday. But this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Wednesday, August 4th edition. I'm out.